We good? I'm good. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so, so what happened was the last, so the last, uh oh. <laughs> Is your phone okay? Yeah, I don't know. We're going to find out. Are, are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Uh, the photo, yeah. Okay. Wait one minute. This is worse than the conversation. This is great. I'm teasing you. I think this is fun. <laughs> I don't know what else to put behind it. Okay, so now maybe if I don't touch. Does right, that work? Don't give, don't give me any calisthenics to do, please. I will not. That's what the pool's for. Yeah, I went in today. Yeah, you did? Yesterday. Oh. Fabulous. Okay, kid. No. Okay. So, so basically what happened was I was doing it off my phone uh -huh. and there was a terrible echo on the recording. So there was like half of our conversation. Once we, once I uploaded it, it, it was like, and we were losing stuff. So oh. it literally would have been, a, it would have been a loss. So you know what? Consider a practice, right? <laughs> you know, it was so, interesting because when I got off, I I dis I um, undid Skype because I don't use it, and yeah. because it was on my iCloud and my iCloud is, they keep on telling me I don't have any more room. Yeah. So I thought, let me just get rid of this. So I did, and then when I uploaded it two second, you know, two minutes ago, then it went right on to our conversation. That's great. And I thought you were recording it again. So did you get to watch some of it? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. So we had we had a little bit of practice. Yeah, we were brilliant. You're a pro. You make it easy for me. Ah, uh, I thank you. All right. Well, so let's let's let let's do this again. Uh, okay. I mean, we're going to keep very similar format. What I am going to ask you, just to be a little prepared for, I think I'm going to change the order a little bit. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to welcome you. I'll do a slight little introduction. I'll say hello, and then just hello back. And then what I'll do is I'll then do that dinner table introduction. I'll explain who you are. Um, and then before we start, I'm gonna say, you know, we're all on our own right now. And I'm gonna ask you to tell me about, you know, what was in your life a perfect date, right? So we can crack the ice there, you know, of. Because you know everyone's alone and people are home right now. People are longing to be outside and to to go out. Glenda, tell me in your life your favorite date. You can tell me about you and your husband on the third one. What, what your third date and a proposal? Whatever you'd like. That was a wonderful story. Okay. And then I'm just going to ask you about your location. So then it'll say, tell me about the situation in the building. Um, I want to ask you some questions about, you know living on your own, and you said the closet with the memories you were talking about, cleaning everything out, uh, you know, having, you know, you go to this, you've, you've left, you've been to the marketplace three times. Uh, and then I wanted to ask you, you know, you live in a building where there's a lot of people at high risk. How are people treating this moment? You know, like something along those lines. Uh, then I'm gonna get into some of those rapid fire questions, which we'll pace and talk as we did before. And then again, 
going to the part where I'm going to ask you about um, mental health, right? The subject matter of yeah. yesterday, today, and beyond. We'll get into passion and determination. Uh, and then also being alone, what solitude means today. Uh, and then closing out with you getting your word in. So a lot of the same stuff, just a little bit of a different order. No problem. Do you have, being the accomplished um, interviewer that you are, are there any things that you would say that, um, uh, hey, that I should leave out, put in, or ignore completely? No, it was, it's, it's perfect. Like, honestly, the, the, the point of this is that you and I are comfortable and who cares about the rest? <laughs> that's my, that's my motto. <laughs> right? Like, you know, the, the, the thing is right now, you know, no fucking rules. Who cares? Yeah. I just said, who the fuck cares? <laughs> exactly. Who the fuck cares? Like, it's you and yep. me. You know who's going to see this? Yeah. Your family and friends, my family and friends. All and right, well, let me ask you that. Yeah. After you do it, after we, we've got this down, yeah. then where do you put it? Okay, so what I'm going to do after this, we'll, I'll, I'll edit the front edit and the it. back just to close it up. And then I'm going to put this up tomorrow, right? So what I'll do is I'm going to put it on my Instagram. Yeah, which I see. And I'm going to put it on to my Facebook where I will then, I'm going to mail it to you as well in a file. So you have it. Okay. So what does that mean in a file? So what, what I'll do is I'll actually, I'll post it on your Facebook page. You want me to do that? Uh, no, not until I see it. Okay. So I'll send, so I'll send it to you first, right? And Actually, you know what? When I, when I finish this, I'm going to edit it down. And then, because our conversation right now that we're having, yeah. you're going to be able to listen to this again afterwards on Skype. So you can look at it, because uh, I'm not going to take anything out of our conversation. Okay. I'm just going to edit front and the back. Like, I don't touch anything in the middle. So right now, we've been on for six minutes and 35 seconds. When we start, you know, you're probably going to have like a, a 40 minute video, but you'll be able to click this button of our conversation when we finish, you can watch the whole thing through. Okay, so if you put it on your Instagram, your yeah. Instagram, okay, which I don't have, but I can go, I, I see your your uh, interviews all the time because I click on them. Yeah, well, because and, I put them on Facebook. Aha. Uh -huh. So I'm gonna put it on Facebook also. So then I, if, if I see it on your Facebook, then I can put it on share and yep. put it on mine. Absolutely. Let's do it that way because that I know how to do. Perfect. All right. You tell me when you're ready to start this up. Did, um, you, did, you, did you bring a drink this time? Oh, I had it last time. <laughs> well, cheers to you. All right. Let's get it and going. And to you. All right. So you, wanna, you, you, you tell me when you're ready. You want to you give me a little five, four, three, two, one? Go ahead. Five. Four, yeah. Three, two, one. You're on. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Get a Word In With Me, your host, Josh Wagner, connecting with different friends in different locations and vocations, discussing yesterday, today, and beyond. And today, I'm going to Southern Florida. We're going to link up with 
a really dear friend of mine, an old friend of mine who's 83 years young. Her name, her name is Glenda Abramson, and she is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, in her condominium. And I'm so happy to have her with me here today. How are you, Glenda? I'm fine, and I feel honored to be asked to be on this. Well, it's, it's an honor to have you here. And I really, the reason, Glenda, I wanted to connect with you today is quite honestly, besides my family, I'm not speaking to people from an older generation on a daily basis. And I think the connectivity between generations today is massively important. I speak to my mother and my uncles, but you know, to me, you've always been my friend and conversations between friends and family are very different. And for me to get your perspective and to share your perspective of this moment that's happening in the world, I think is something we should all make efforts to speak different generationally with each other. So Glenda, I love having you here. Thank you, thank you. I'm just gonna educate you right now. It's Please. not elderly, it's more matured. That, you know what? Cheers to that, Glenda. More matured because you know what? Mwah. You define beauty in every way, shape and form. I'm so happy to have you here. All right, let me give you a quick dinner table introduction so everyone knows who you are to me. Uh, Glenda Abramson, I've known for 20 plus years when my mother and father retired from New York City down to Florida. They live in the same building. Glenda has been practicing psychologist for 47 years. She's born and raised in Boston. Her accent may reveal it a little bit. <laughs> she is a mother. She is a grandmother. She is an avid reader, a sun worshiper, an incredible dancer, a global traveler, and someone since day one who I've every time I've seen her has made me the most comfortable in my own two shoes. I've been able to express myself. She's been an incredible listener. And I've learned so much from her perspective and to have her here with me here today is a privilege. And I've actually never seen her wear the same pair of glasses twice in a row. How many glasses do you have, Glenda? Thanks for noticing. And uh, I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, so Glenda, before we kick it off, I'd like to get a short little story from you because you're such an incredible storyteller. Um, today, with this moment happening, COVID-19, so many people are by themselves, alone, in solitude, or with loved ones. But I think everyone's thinking about dates of their past, amazing dates they've had. Can you tell me in your life a great little story of the best date of your life or one of them? No, no. It was the greatest, and that was the first date that I... Um, met my husband, of course, that was the, the beginning of a lot of wonderful dates. Um, especially, I talk about the third date that I went with him. Um, he claims he was on the floor getting the keys to his car, but that's when he proposed to me after three dates. And we were married shortly after that, within the year, and... Um, had a wonderful life for 37 years. So that was where, my favorite. Where did he propose to you? In Revere, uh, Revere Beach in Massachusetts. Uh, Wait, that's where all the young like, people. Like Paul Revere Beach. Pardon? Paul Revere, named after Paul Revere. <laughs> well, Paul Revere was down the road in Boston. Um, <laughs> but that's where all the kids went to make out. And it was called um, Watching the Submarines. I never saw a submarine, <laughs> but I did get married. You did get married. Well, thank you very much. I think that people are going to be longing for romance and walks down a beach and being proposed to sounds absolutely beautiful. It so, was. Thank you for sharing. All right. So I want to get into your location. Uh, I, 
I, I know where you live. You live in the same bu building complex as my mother. But can you share with everybody what is what's your location? Describe it to us. Okay. My jail is fabulous. <laughs> I mean, a high rise right on the ocean. Yeah. Uh, to my right is the ocean and the sand. To my left is the uh, intercoastal. Yeah. So it is a beautiful, physically a beautiful setting. And then what about, you know, getting out? How often have you been out in the past five, six weeks? What, what What's the routine like? You know, you, you live in a building where there are, quote unquote, a large percentage of people that are high at risk. You know, being a psychologist your whole life, because for me, you're a teenager when I speak to you, um, you know, meaning the, the youth is exuding out of you always. How does that feel? What's that coping like, you know, knowing that so many people are at risk? You know what? I, I, again, I have found the people here in my in my complex um, intelligent people. Nobody wants to put themselves at risk. Do we like being um, uh, in a, in our in our homes? Uh, no. But the fear is, if not, then we're leaving ourselves wide open for stuff that we don't want either. Yeah. So we do what we do what the uh, the county says. Uh, very very quickly, uh, we were just told uh, as of yesterday that the pool that had been closed for almost five weeks open. And, and I'm speaking for myself. I mean, that was heaven sent. Um, and I've been down yesterday and today, as other people have. Um, but it, it, it isn't fun. Yeah. It isn't yeah. fun. You've got to have a certain headset to be in your apartment knowing that God forbid you go out, you can get something. Well, I know that, you know, my mom told me the big news in the building today was the pool's open. And, you know, Glenda and I have walked many laps inside that pool and I know that you got the yeah. sundown worship. But let me ask, in your apartment during this time, have you been doing anything to change things around with the time that's been provided to you? Uh, yeah, I'm very, um, and I, I do, suggest this for clients to schedule when things are different are very very important yeah. if not you lose track of time of days of what has to be done what has can't be done so yes i'm i'm pretty structured in that um well i've cleaned my house i invite you over to dinner you can eat off the floor yeah uh, I cleaned my my. Uh, you call it a dog, or you're saying it's so clean? It's so clean. Thank you. <laughs> so clean. I cleaned my pantry, and and yes, I threw out cans that said 2009. Yeah. Uh, my my difficulty, my struggle was uh, getting rid of clothes that I have brought from. Boston to another apartment to another apartment uh, to the where I'm living now and I take it all with me because for me they're beautiful clothes I spent a lot of money there's memories yeah and I don't want to throw them out however I keep on saying well they're going to come back in style and then I realize at 84 by the time they come back in style I'll be dead so I put them in a green bag oh. and I do there's a place where we can bring them and hopefully somebody will wear them, not wear them, cut them up into rags, but they'll be useful. I and must say, I've, I've never seen you wear anything out of style. So I highly 
out that anything there is not in fashion. What I do want to ask you, was there, you know, items carry memories and soul with them. And I'm sure that those items will be passed on to, to carry positivity to the next owner. And is there a particular item you just couldn't let go of? Is there one? And what was the memory behind it? Or what was one that you opened up and you go, God, I have not even thought about that. You know, what was one memory that clothes have given you recently? Well, one that I one that I wore. I had a sequined bomber jacket. God is my judge. It is 40 years old. I dragged it from every apartment from Boston to down here. And I couldn't give it away. I was invited to uh, a New Year's Eve party last year. Yeah. And I said, Dan, I'm putting them on. I put a pair of silk, black, black silk pants on them. I put the bomber jacket on with all its sequins. Yeah. And I owned the room. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. It is, so, so you're keeping that one. I'm keeping it. Yeah, Maybe you, I'll even have it. Well, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm keeping it. <laughs> we should put it in a frame. Put it, put it on one of the walls. You know, when we're finished with this, I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you, Josh. So you will have it. <laughs> send it to me because I want to see this. And you know what? I, I may ask to borrow it one of these days. I got no problem with sequence. All right. Let me, <laughs> so let me ask. So you have the apartment. Everything's arranged. You now have the pool open. So things are, 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 are a bit different, right? So you are comfortable. You are you, ha you have space. You have time. You, you, you have peace. Yes. Yep. You know, yep. you make your own peace, Josh. Yeah. You can either get up in the morning, suck your thumb all day long, and say, poor me. Yeah. Um, or you can say, damn, I'm so sorry I'm in this position. Yeah. What can I do to make it different? Yeah. I got online. I decided I was going to do something productive. So yeah. I got online and I was going to take sign language. Oh. I thought, brilliant, right? Except that I have such arthritic hands that I was swearing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing the right thing. Uh, so I said, okay, let me... Let me think of something else that'll be productive. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're amazing. Okay. So first, it, I'm going to teach you not sign language, but maybe a little thing that will be easy for your arthritic hands. So, you know, people do the heart, right? Yeah. Heart. So I was living in Asia for the, in Japan the past two years. Easy on the hands. You know how to make a little baby heart and say you love somebody? No. Just take your two fingers like this and you make a little heart with the tips of your fingers. You see that? Like this. Yep, you just made a heart. I love I you too. Learned. I there just you learned go. something. And you know what? That's side language everywhere. I love you. I'm going to remember it. Perfect. All right, let's get to the next segment. These are rapid questions. I'm going to ask you some stuff. We'll, we'll walk through them. Some will be single word answers, whatever. Let's go. Some questions for you. I know you're an incredible dancer. If I may request the next dance, what's it going to be? What uh, style of dance are we doing? Or do you have a musical artist you'd want to hear? Uh, I like, I would do the cha-cha. Uh, cha yes. And I would do something by Santana. Okay, Santana, I know. Cha-cha, you're leading. Next question. 
What is your drink of choice? Uh, vodka straight up, uh, chilled, a chunk of lime so I can squeeze it, and three olives. John, like it. You're a very social person, this we know. How has socializing changed in your life these past five, six weeks? Well, it's down to nil, <laughs> other than um, Zooming. Yeah. And other than conversation on the phone or gotcha. uh, cooking something and leaving it on a doorknob. Have you been doing that with people in the building? Yes, and they've been doing it to me too. So that's a little pass on. That's really great. That's awesome. Yeah, to hear. yeah. And I trust those that are doing it. Yeah. You know, I. I so you're so you're not wiping down your neighbor's food when it comes into your home. No. <laughs> no. Trust is there. Okay, I got to ask you because I know you'd get a kick out of this. What is one not senior citizen, mature person perk? that you take advantage of or a time that you just said, you know what, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pull that card right now. I pull it every every time I'm not getting my way. Okay. And then I'll say, oh, I'm 84 years old, please. Just do it and let me get on my way or just tell me and don't give me anxiety. <laughs> and, then you, and then you hear, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get, Right back, you stay on the line, I'll do this, I'll do that. Yeah, it works, but now I've let it out, so now everybody's gonna know. <laughs> I, ah, ah, that's a great trick. Okay, I'm gonna start doing that on, on phone calls when I'm put on hold. Um, is there a particular technology that fascinates you? No, none of it, well, does it fascinate me I'm, that I'm in a world where Everything is so technology. Josh, when I used to use the phone as a young girl, yeah, you know, it was dial up. Yeah. You had two people on a line. Yes. Yeah. That's how so all of it is new and exciting on that on that level. But it is also very frustrating for me. Scary at times. Yeah. Uh, but I won't give in, and um, much to the chagrin of people who I seek out to help me. Yeah. Um, and I'm very um, didactic. You have to go, one, push a button, and it's on. Two, you know, that's simple for me. Um, yeah. So, um, no, I don't like any of it, but I understand in order to survive, yeah. And obviously well, I'm surviving. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I think it's a Moore's principle that says that since the invention of the computer chip, that it has doubled in capacity and shrunk half in size every two years since its yeah. inception. And we exceeded Moore's principle. I think it was like four or, four or five years ago that yeah. now technology is outpassing you know, outpacing what we think is comprehensive in terms of size. So the, it, it's terrifying for everybody. Um, and generationally, you know, you once told me that you choose to forget things, and which is a real skill. And, you know, there's certain things with technology. I've just decided I can't do it. I'm going to mm. know the things, but I can't dive in. But interesting. I think, I think we all have similar fears because if you're yeah. not connected all the time, you fall behind. 
All right, let me ask another question. If I'm giving you a one-way ticket, regardless of travel restrictions, anywhere in the world, where is it going to be? Um, well, my first choice, of course, would be California because my family is there. Yeah. But given that, that that's the obvious, I would go to Italy. I adore Italy. Specific spot in Italy? That's your secret oh, little... Oh, my goodness. Um, I love it all. I was... Uh, uh, I love it all. My last trip was to uh, Venice, uh, Florence, and Positano. Yeah. Uh, but I like Cinque Terre. I love it all. Cinque Terre is beautiful. Okay, next question. Definitive moment in society. So in my life, I have three, a, a couple of definitive moments that I remember in my life. I remember when the Challenger exploded in the television when I was in second grade. I remember September 11th. For you, as an 84, soon-to-be young woman, what are a couple definitive moments that society had that you can recall? Uh, certainly, um, Jack Kennedy's death. Yeah. That was truly overwhelming. I was pregnant with my first child, and it was, it was mind-blowing for me. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And... Um, I think, as you say, that challenger, the blowing up of, of that uh, with 11 young people in there, that. And, a, and, and a, the first teacher. That's why they showed it to yeah. all the kids. Yeah, yeah. So, and those two, primarily, I'm sure there's probably others, certainly 9-11 yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, was scary. I was far from it physically, but right there emotionally. Yep, gotcha. All right, let me get to the next question. Tomorrow, you wake up, mm -hmm. and for one single day, you're any age you want to be. For one day, or a moment in time, you want to go back to that period, what is it? Too many to count. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a very lucky, lucky woman. Mm -hmm. uh, part of it, I made my own luck. Part of it, it was just handed to me. Part of it was the people surrounding me that made me lucky. But too many to too many to wanna single out. I couldn't single out one. Josh. You know what? Isn't that interesting. You know what the answer is then? Waking yeah. up tomorrow, right? Yeah. Good. Very good. Just to, yeah. when I put, when I wake up in the morning and I stand up and I don't fall down, it's the best day I'm going to have. Oh, love you. All right. Next question. When was, what was your last good deed? I don't know if I had a last good deed. Um, I hopefully do good deeds every day and mm. some are minuscule, but they're wonderful deeds mm. and it doesn't have to be earth shattering my good deeds. It can be very, um, do you look good today? Uh, can I help you with this? Mm. Hey, how are your kids? Yeah. Just anything that's going to bring um, or or giving advice, I'm good at that. Sometimes yeah, yeah. un sometimes unwanted. Um, Which is sometimes when it's the most necessary. <laughs> you got that correct. I'm going to use that. 
I'm going <laughs> to use that line. Uh, but I, I think I do something. Hopefully, I do something every day. Okay. And do you have a last regret? No, I've got plenty of regrets. Mm -hmm. But as I told you, I'm capable of of saying to myself, "Is it something you can undo? And if mm -hmm. so, pick up the phone, write a letter, whatever it is that you can do to undo it. If I cannot undo it, then." I let it go. I choose not to remember it. Cheers it's to that. Energy. To raise, to raise Too much your energy. And your squeeze of lime to that. Cheers to that. Wait a minute. How do you? Yeah, little hearts. I love you. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're getting it. I love you. Okay. Next part we want to get into. I call it yesterday, today, and beyond. Just to take some subject matters of the guest's expertise. Um, so we could talk about something from yesterday, today, or moving forward. Okay. I'd like to ask you, what are your thoughts about mental health? Oh, wow. As, as a 47-year-old, you should be 47-year practicing psychologist. Obviously, that's a very big question. But yeah. let's take from when you were starting your career to where it is today. How do when you I'm, feel mental health is accepted? When I was starting out, if you didn't say to anybody that you needed help. You didn't go to um, a, a therapist. If you did, you kept it under wraps so that nobody would know. Yeah. It was, um, it you were labeled, um, shamefully, you were labeled. Instead of, which is now where mental health is, and it took a long time, yeah. But mental health is, if you need help, it's wonderful that you have the strength and the insight to seek it. Yeah. We all need help in some way. Yeah. And um, therapy is, is being with somebody that has no other agenda but you. <laughs> okay? Yeah. yeah. We're focused on you. And there are, are many disciplines in psychology. Uh, some of us use them all. Some of us only use uh, one, one agenda. But if you're able to connect with your client and let them know, I'm listening to you. I hear you. I understand. And now let's work together to say, is this working for you? meaning whatever issue they come in with. Yeah. All right. Obviously, it isn't because you're here. So let's work out a pattern. Mm. Let's work out stuff that you can live with. And uh, it's easy for me to say it. It takes time. It takes uh, uh, strength. It takes uh, insightfulness on the, t on the part of the, the client. And that's difficult because it... It hasn't been like that for a long time. Yeah. So I, I give credit to anybody that seeks help in any way. I give credit to me seeking help technology. Yeah. And from, I mean, go ahead. You, you, you certainly are making me want to sit down and put a pillow under my head and lay down and talk to you. And for those <laughs> of you, you can direct message me and I'll give you Glenda's info if you want to be one of her new clients. All right. So, so to, to, to summarize, you know, today, you know, I think that 
from where we were yesteryear, that mental mm -hmm. health that was looked down upon as a disability now is actually considered a strength of admission and conf yeah. confrontation and yeah. sharing your problems and being being vocal about your challenges and being able to mature. Hopefully this moment where people are spending so much time in this unique period of time in their confines are going to be seeking comfort in connecting in multiple ways, using technology, picking up the phone and sharing their problems. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Next question Excuse I have. Excuse me, one thing I wanted to add. Yeah. When you started, there was only uh, a private therapy generally. Yeah. And now we've gotten so much wiser. Uh, AA has done it for years. A group therapy yeah. that everybody can talk about what their difficulty is. People don't feel, oh, gee, I didn't know other people felt that way. But we're human and, and we do have the same feelings. What's different is how we deal with them. And that's what therapy is about. How do you deal and I think, you know, a younger, as, as generations get, you know, as people become younger and younger and younger, their, their connectivity to technology is an extension of themselves. Yeah. And, you know, feeling part of a community is a massive thing today. And being able to share those problems is, 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 is very, yeah, it's wonderful. All right, moving forward, next one. What does passion and determination mean for you? What does that signify over your life? Well, I think that they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion, whatever it is, yeah. I think then, then you have the determination to do it uh, in, in whatever the, the passion is. Very quickly, I went to uh, school nine years nights, night school. Yeah. Um, to get my graduate and then my graduate. I had two children. I had a husband that traveled. And when I look back at it now, I don't believe how, I, I don't understand how I did it. And then when I say it, I said, I had the passion that I wanted it. And therefore yeah. that gave me the determination and I did it. Yeah, it took a long time. Yeah, it was tough, yeah. but I did it, and now I look back and I think, damn girl, you're good. Yeah, you know, damn girl, you, thousands of people want to say to you, damn girl, thank you very much. Because you helped thousands of, literally thousands of people because of that, those actions. Hopefully one way or another. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because this is a moment of, you know, get off your tush. Like, this isn't you said before, don't suck your thumb. This isn't, oh, pity me. Like no. this is a moment to to really say to yourself, I'm proud of what I did today. Whether that was a small accomplishment or a large one, as long as you're, you know, my grandmother used to say, inch by inch, life is a cinch, yard by yard, hard, right? Perfect. This can I write that down and use it? You can, and grandma, grandma Birdie is, is, is to be credited for that. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is that when things are difficult, if you can just move the ball a touch, you know, it's, it's, you've got to appreciate, I think, your own truth. Yes. Right? And, and once you appreciate your own truth, and if that means getting up in the morning, looking in the mirror and doing something as simple as saying, you know, person, male, female, whatever, you know, person, you're okay. Yeah. You've got faults. Absolutely. But you also have strengths 
and appreciate yeah. that and then yeah. start the day working on your strengths, whatever it is. Yeah, it's, this, this is one of the reasons I love talking to you because, you know, you take these very grandiose subjects and, you know, subject matter and comprehension is an interesting thing for each person, right? Some people understand something an iota of a second. Sometimes people spend a lifetime to understand something. You've done this incredible job every time I speak to you to take very large subject matter and give me a little pill that I can pop because it makes me understand it quickly. So thank you very much for that. And I'm going to ask you next one to, you know, I think we all need these words of advice from you. Um, what does it mean today, not yesterday, today and the future of being alone? And what is solitude? Because even if we are with family, friends, goldfish, dog, cat right now, we are in confines right now, you know? What would you say to somebody who's feeling very alone right now or in solitude? You know, you just said something, we can be with family. Okay, I'm, I'm a single woman, I'm a widow. I am physically by myself in the apartment. Yeah. But emotionally and mentally, again, I choose not to be alone, okay? And by that, I mean, taking a class over the internet. Not very good, but I did. It was fun. I laughed at myself. And now I'll think of something else. Of yeah. picking up the phone and, and reaching out to somebody maybe that you haven't seen. Maybe yeah. some, one of your regrets. Maybe you have a regret. Call up somebody and say, hey, look it. I remember when I did this to you. It, it's a fun um, exercise if you choose to. And yeah. I also think that if you, as I said before, if you appreciate your truth, you have a, a, a moment now where you can reflect. You've got many moments to sit and reflect, figure out what you want, and it's reflect, then respond to the reflection, and then reset yourself. R, R, R. R, and reinvent. Yeah. You know, oh, gee, I wish I was kinder. I wish I was more thoughtful. It, that's emotionally. Yeah. Or I wish I could sing, or I wish I'm going to put on Santana and teach myself to whatever, everything, cha -cha. everything is on the computer now with the technology. Yeah. So do it yourself, appreciate yourself, give yourself that permission. Uh, not doing something right is not a failure. Mm. Not continuing to learn, that's where the failure is. I love you. Times two, times two. Time. Wait a minute, my nail. That's good. That's I love it. Okay, Glenda, I could talk to you forever. What I what I am going to ask, what would be your closing word for you to get a word in in these times? What what would you like to share with everybody? Hmm. What's Glenda Abramson's closing word? Well, I don't know if it's. I guess I uh, I guess I would say. Choices, I would like people to know that they all have choices, whatever they are. 
You are in charge of yourself. And that's why I said how to reinvent yourself, how to know your truth. So know that whatever choices you make, there are going to be consequences because some choices are not very pleasant. Um, there are going to be consequences, but they could be good consequences. But in the end, you know, they are yours. You mm. own Joe Schmo didn't do it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You stand up, be your own person. And um, like we said at the beginning, you, uh, you've got to be able to not rent space in your head for things and people and incidences that you can't undo. That's so wasted. That's so time-consuming and tiring. So if you have to look at yourself every morning and say, hey, you're a wonderful person. Do something today. I don't bake a banana bread. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to do, Glenda? I'm going to take your words of advice and appreciate my truth. And my truth is... I'm so grateful to call you my friend. I'm so grateful to be able to hear your lessons and to apply them and share them with other people. And I think that everyone today should really think about how they can occupy that space in their head, right? How they can occupy their, their time. And I'm so happy I got to be able to connect with you from a different generational perspective as my friend to share your words of wisdom and experience. Josh, I thank you very much back at you. I think you're an absolutely extremely wonderful young man. Thank you. And I too am very happy to call you my friend and proud. Thank you. Thank you. Glenda, thank you for getting a word in with me. We'll be having a glass together soon, a little cuppa, and I'm going to do you a little love right there again. Okay. And me too. I Did love I do you. It? Ciao, ciao. Thank you, Glenda. Have a great day. Bye.